As a business and leadership mentor, wife, and mom, I know that building a legacy business as a high-performing female entrepreneur can be overwhelming when you play many demanding roles in your life. But you know what? It doesn't have to be that way. You can be a powerful, high performer in your career, plus enjoy a fulfilling marriage and be a great mom all at the same time. Join me and my guests every week to get the inside scoop on what it really looks like to build a high growth business while living a life truly aligned with your family and personal values. Hey, hey, welcome back. It's part two. With Megan and Sean. And since we've had part two, you've done a lot of work. Wait, you mean since we've had part one? Correct, part one. You had oh, that a was, so we meet recorded up. That. Yeah, we recorded part one last week on Tuesday. Right. And you it had, came out on Friday. Right. And then I hosted a meetup on Saturday morning here and in you, City Harbor. And you officially launched a new business. Officially launched. Yes. And you're going to be doing all kinds of cool stuff with a partnership and doing it pretty much. On a scale that no one's seen before. Exactly. We're so stoked. So retreats, mastermind. We're not calling it a mastermind. It's the Wealth Builders Collective. Of course. And a course. That's yep. the third thing. And meetups around the country. And eventually a big event, probably. No, and a podcast. Correct. We're coming out with podcast too. So we had a question asked. And the question was about... You're just going to jump into it without any lead up? Yes. I'm What's been go going right on in your world? Why don't we just do like a life update? How are you feeling? How are you doing? So this is what the whole question is about, is the external way in which you feel the internal way and how all that comes together. And We'll get to the question in a minute. Yeah, but I'm bringing it from this way. So how, like when you feel, feeling is... A, is Wait, you're not going to answer my question? No, I am going to answer the question. No, not it. this question. My question no, to you. No, I am. You just got to give me the no, time like to go my way. No, just like life for I, I am. And that's how I'm getting to it. See, <laughs> see, Megan has to be very specific. So like why I'm bringing this in and tie it all together is I've been doing some different things that are getting me in a better mood and, and more motivated. And those things have come from taking daily actions that I've done, reaching out to people, we went to a meetup on Tuesday, Tuesday evening night. too, met some great people. And just by getting on the phone and talking to people and being around people, and Megan asked me quite often, she says, what are you always on here watching videos for? And I showed her some of the videos and she's like, I want to be doing that. And it's not watching videos all the time. I wanted to no, be doing gotta, what was in the videos. So, so I watch videos that are inspiring where people put themselves in a position where it looks like they're in need. And you'd be quite shocked at who the people who are actually helping them. And these aren't people who are well off that are helping them. They're average, everyday people. A lot of them were in the same situation or possibly are in the same situation. And they find a couple dollars and they help this guy out. And this guy basically gives them from $500 to $2,000 and he gives them gift cards and he does these amazing things and people are shocked and it's difficult for them to receive. And the reason I'm bringing that up is these people are willing to give, but they're not willing to receive. And it took me a long time for myself to learn how to receive because I gave all the time. And a lot of times we give to people who are actually not wanting it, but need it. And they take from us. And some people call those energy vampires. And you get yourself pulled down that rabbit hole. And there's certain personality types that get pulled into that. And you have to decide 
why you do that, why you don't. And when you make a choice and a change, it starts to transform you. And that's what I've been doing this week is putting time and effort into what I'm doing, writing down things to catch up with people on, following through with phone conversations. And my calls are, hey, how can I help you? Because if we do an exchange of energy with someone to better them, then that starts showing up for us, but we have to be ready for it. And a lot of times people aren't ready for opportunity. It could be something simple where someone says, hey, let's go out kayaking. And we lived in a place where we had access to kayaks and could go out in the water. And we're like, we're going to go to that island out there. And this is a crazy thing about this. You're in a kayak. You're like, we can do this. The wind can shift. And then you realize your depth perception is a little off. And that thing is a lot farther away than you thought. But you're already halfway, so you might as well continue. But when you get out there, you have to come back. And you get there, you're like, wow, I made it. And that's what happens a lot in life is we start on this journey And we don't have the depth perception of how much it's going to entail, but we know we're in okay shape. We can, we've got a couple things lined up, but once we dive into it and get deep into it, we realize we're not ready. So what I'm doing now is getting myself ready physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, energetically. Can you talk about like what you're doing? People want to know specifically what you're doing. I get it there. Get to the point person. Remember we're different for a reason. engage in the conversation. Okay. We'll talk about Megan's engagement and what she's been doing, which is the exact same thing I created. And now she's doing it with someone else, but that's because she's my wife. No, but I wanted to do it because I wanted to be with some of my friends right. in an accountability group. That's and the differences between my detox program and the one you were in were what? Celery juice. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. But I did supplements. So this is, this is why I'm bringing this up. We can see the same thing, but have a different cover on it to be attracted to it. And that's what Megan was attracted to that. It was with a group of people she knew. She wanted to help support this person. It helped really well. I didn't have to deal with it then. Meaning, however someone grabs the information, that's where their motivation is coming from. So when I set things up for myself, it's getting a little bit better sleep. What did I use? So I was using, I tried melatonin, and that was an interesting thing because you'd get good sleep, but I'd wake up. Did I try that too? Yeah, you did. I don't think I liked it. No, and it makes you a little like groggy. Like only one time though, I think. Right. And I was just playing with different things to see how they would work. Melatonin is great if you're traveling and need to reset because of a time zone. That's great. So then I did some more research. Um, Joe Rogan has you know his podcast out there and he had a product come up and I researched a little bit about what was in what he was um, promoting and what I want to take a look at. And that's a product called 5-HTP. So... Did three of them, which was 150 milligrams, a little too strong. Not bad, but I wanted to just do it for what it was. 100 milligrams for me. And we're amazing. talking about taking it at night. Right. And you take it at night and you don't feel groggy. Like right before you go to bed. And it takes that, if you've ever had any time of type of depression or anxiety, it takes off that edge. It helps your body with serotonin levels, which is a great feel-good hormone, but not to the point where you're stopping making it. So that was a shift. Drinking more water was a shift. Eating cleaner without sugar was a shift. So all these slight shifts you make are leading into the question that someone asked. How do you stay motivated externally? Well, motivation well, is... question. Okay, so, so motivation... So the question was, um, I posted on Facebook and I was like, hey, we're going to do an episode. And so we picked this question to answer. And um, this is from Mary. And she goes, showing up when you're unmotivated 
or out of it, quote unquote, out of it, and then internal and external motivators, et cetera. So you can temporarily show up and a lot of people do caffeine and we'll talk about that in a second, but you don't want to just show up because subconsciously people are picking up that you really don't want to be there. It's from a slight vibration in your voice that comes out that way. So how do you show up motivated? Well, the things that I just spoke about, if you've gotten more rest and quality of sleep, if you're pushing yourself physically, you're going to feel better. And people are like, yeah, yeah, I know I'll get to that. Well, they never do. And they wonder why that they're up and down with emotion. And then the person that's up and down with emotion, if you were to say, let's take that and we'll put it out on a cycle wave, your ups and downs, your lows, your highs. And then we're going to take, okay, your sleep pattern, your ups and downs, your lows, your highs, your exercise pattern, your ups and downs. Guess what? They all are pretty much the same type of wave, but we're not paying attention to those other things because they're not being disruptive. Oh, I work out. Are you pushing yourself or are you just going through the motions? Well, you know, I don't have time to do these other things. Okay. And Megan and I were talking about today when we were driving, we went for a walk and she said, well, you know, for three years, I felt a little off. I said, is it three? She goes, okay, maybe two. I said, since we've been living in this house. She's like, well, yes. Well, when we thought about it, when we lived in our townhouse, we lived near a town where you could go downtown and walk around. We rode our bikes and walked probably four or five times more than we do now. And that's where that came from. But we don't realize that because it's just something you're doing. But when you own a home and it's in a gated community, you're not outside walking as much to go to a store. So you have to say, okay, where am I? Yeah, I'm going to the gym for an hour, hour and a half, whatever. But where else am I? could I move around? So when you create this system or you use a device like a pedometer to, you know, look at your feet or how many steps you're taking a day, quite shocked because you're like, wow, I'm doing so much or wow, I'm not doing anything. So the measuring devices that you're going to use throughout the day are going to have a huge impact on your motivation and the way in which you're showing up for other people. So how are you measuring your daily activity? Are you writing down what's motivating to you, like a gratitude list? Are you seeing that certain fuels that you're taking in, are they creating energy or are they creating energy with a side effect? Meaning the cleaner the food the better the energy because the waste product that comes off of that burnt energy isn't toxic to you. Meaning, and I look at, I don't know if you all understand how alcohol is distilled. So you have corn, right? And that makes a moonshine. You have sugar, molasses, which makes a rum. Then you have your wheat, your barleys and stuff, which will make like your whiskeys and your rye and, and scotch and stuff like that. Now, how does distilling work? Well, it takes the mash, all these grains and stuff, and it boils it, and you put stuff in it, and they add yeast to it, and the yeast eats the sugar content. And once that sugar content is eaten up, it's fermented, which creates the alcohol. The alcohol is just another form of sugar because it's just processed down. Then they heat it up, and then the alcohol goes through the distillery, and it drops into a condenser, then fills up a bottle or a jug or whatever, right? That's clean burning fuel and it burns really hot, really fast. But all the sludge is all the waste product. Well, guess what? Your stomach, your intestinal tract is holding all that stuff that causes inflammation. If you're going to eat clean food, fruits, vegetables, things that aren't processed, your energy burns cleaner. You don't feel foggy headed. 
you don't feel exhausted. And that's where also it impacts your motivation. Again, what are you watching? What are you listening to? From music to podcasts to TVs to whatever in social media, that does affect you. Now, if it's affecting you so much that it's shocking you, then you know it. But most of the time, it's affecting you by changing a position in which you're viewing something, meaning something has been set up in a particular way to have you look at it, meaning a marketing or use of reprogramming your subconscious where an expert comes in and says, hey, we're going to show this clip of this or clip of that, and you're going to start wanting to know more about it. It's a form of hypnosis. And as I went through becoming a hypnotherapist, I started picking up these different things that people were doing in a way to, we'll just say, influence your thought process, not necessarily manipulate, but you could consider it that way, where I've watched people who had certain views on things completely go to the opposite side. All they were doing is watching something. They're constantly in front of it. And it's because when you're in a situation where you're not leaving your house and the only thing in front of you is this you get immersed in it. And what was that show you were watching? The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, you got wrapped up in that crap. And then you were in some other one. You're like, that was just too deep. Yeah, I can't watch any of it. And it bothered you. I can't watch anything like that anymore. Right, because it was bothering your thought process. Yeah. And you noticed it and I noticed it. So we have to make decisions on what we're putting our eyes, ears, you know, in front of and how we're absorbing it. And that really is going to take on our motivation. Now, if we're reviewing client testimonials, if we're reading comments and they're negative and you're only looking at those, those are going to influence you. If you're looking at saying, hey, of course, there's going to be people who aren't going to be on the same page I am. And that's fine for them. But realize how many people you're actually tapping into and making a difference in their life and look at that instead. But again, it depends on how we've been programmed when we were younger. So Megan's had some things happen recently. And I want to bring these up because this is from a female's perspective. You went and did this detox program that was to do what? Reset hormones, you said, right? Well, the detox program. So she's a hormone coach. Right. But so everybody who's going to her. Yeah. It's to detox your hormones, heal your hormones, detox your hormones and and your liver. Right. So what did you, and again, we eat fairly clean. Um, maybe once in a while there was some dairy involved. Already, I was already dairy free, grain free most of the time, like eighty five percent. I'd say like eighty five percent of the time, right? Grain free, wheat free, which means you're also gluten free, sugar free, dairy free, and sugar free. And most people think healthy is just oh, I'm gluten free. Like I think it's so funny now when I'm with people, I'm like oh, I'm getting it gluten free, and I'm like, how about you take out these other like fifteen things too? But again, and so I was already. So, and I had been doing that since February of 2022. So it was interesting for me to um, be in an accountability group with some other people who were doing it. And we were all at various levels of how healthy we were already eating. And then a lot of the women in the program, like never ate healthy at all. It was just like, what did they struggle with? What were they struggling with? Well, first I didn't struggle with anything. And I want to be really clear about that. The detox was actually super easy for me. I wasn't doing it because I felt like shit. I was doing it because I'm at a place now where I felt like shit for three years. The last year I've gotten myself to a place of feeling great. And I know I can feel 10 times better. So I'm at a place where 
I can focus on optimization. So that process for me and my decision to do it was just to see how much more I could optimize my brain health, my body. I was still holding on to a lot of inflammation because I was letting some of those things sneak into my diet 15 to 20% of the time and coffee. So the biggest thing that I wanted to cut out and I wanted to feel the effects of it was coffee, Mm -hmm. which I did. And I replaced it with lemon and honey water and celery juice. And I was already doing a berry smoothie. So um, So, what was your question? Would the other people struggled with something? Right. Because they were where you used to be. So that's where you could understand what they were going through. And again, what happens? What they sh- I'll tell you what they people people with. make excuses and try to find shortcuts or alternatives. So go ahead and explain a couple of those. They struggled with um, not following the plan. Well, I mean, they didn't what, follow what, the plan what, every day. What were they cheating with, or, or good food in the house? Whatever you know, whatever's being cooked, wherever they're visiting, and that's what was they would eat. They would eat that, and, and again, how do they justify that? Not being prepared ahead of time, or. I just couldn't do it. It was just too much for me. I was starving. So none of And them, I was never hungry. So so here's what happens that people aren't aware of. There are bad bacteria in your digestive tract, your gut biome, they'll call it, that actually when it is starving of sugar and junk, will send signals to the brain and say, hey, <laughs> eat this. We need it. Because you were at a position before that where you took a bunch of different supplements that were helping with your digestive tract. Yeah, I've been taking that for a year. Right. So these people don't realize, and this is, I mean, this is hard to explain to people sometimes that you're not always in control of what you're thinking. There's things influencing you. So internally, this thing's going on. If they would have just allowed themselves to work through that portion of it, they would have felt so much better, but they kept giving in. And that's the other part where, why aren't you motivated? Because you're allowing these things to, you're giving into them instead of working through them. And it, and again, it doesn't take that long to work through this stuff. But most people who are on, who are drug addicts are on drugs because if they come off, they'll feel 10,000 times worse and they have withdrawals. Well, guess what? A sugar withdrawal is just as strong as heroin. A caffeine withdrawal can cause headaches and shaking and all kinds of things because it's screwed with people's different hormones. That's why the program you were doing done by a hormone coach is having this happen because she's looking to reset your normal hormone level, but people don't understand the specifics. And when they give in to these things, they're giving into a lot more than that. Anytime that anything becomes difficult, their natural instinct is to quit or to give in or to modify it. I mean, when I would do mine, I'd have people ask me if they could have canned fruit or dried fruit, which is full of sugar. And you're like, listen, fresh, frozen, that's it. But you know what, Sean? People don't know that. Well, that's why you. That's why it has to be explained in detail. But here's the other thing is people don't really want to know the details. So yeah. when you want change and staying motivated, Follow a system you know that someone's done before you and it's worked for them without modifying it the first time. Meaning, if you're in coaching and you're doing a launch or you're creating a group program or you're doing a course, follow the steps in which you know that someone did it or is teaching it all the way through. And once you get the result, then you can modify it. But so many people are looking for the quick shortcut. Oh, I understand this. I'm going to do this. They don't get the true result. 
and they wonder why it didn't work. Don't make the shortcuts. Follow through, learn as much as you can, and then modify. It's like in cooking, don't screw with the recipe unless you make the recipe and then modify it. Like, why do you think that you have that knowledge to do that? And that's the 80% of the world. The dumbest people will follow things because you told them to, and they get an amazing result. The most intelligent people realize that you're the expert and they're listening because they can see how this should work and they follow it and they get the result. It's you people in the middle. You second guess everything, you trust nothing, and it didn't work for you. Guess what? Every diet works, every workout works, every program works. Not necessarily 100%, but it works enough to get you a result if you follow through and do it. We make excuses. And this is what happens during this time of year. We're right now, we're three weeks into January. And how many people are actually still holding themselves accountable to their New Year's resolutions? Well, you know, this thing came up or that thing happened or I couldn't make it here start to see the pattern in which you're making these excuses constantly in life. And next thing you know, five years have gone by, 10 years have gone by. Oh, look at that person. They're successful. Oh, they're lucky. No, they followed the process and followed through. And I think that's the thing is, are you surrounding yourself right now with the people who are going to hold you accountable in life, in business, in relationships? Like you shouldn't be working on anything necessarily when it's going wrong you should actually be working on it when it's going right. And you did it. And the thing is, when you get to the end of this program, it's not finished. It shows you how to add in things. And then there's like, you're questioning, like, do I do this again? Do I do that again? Because there's three or four different options. The thing is, there are people who faltered the first time. They should go through it again. Because by doing that, by by going through it again, they're going to get a better result. It's going to be easier this time because their body is accustomed to what to expect. Now, where you're at, you're going to add in a little bit of good fat and some protein, right? Yeah, I'll add in avocados. Right. Uh, a little bit of- Lean meat. A little bit of animal protein, yeah. Right. And a tiny bit of beans. I was never like a huge bean fan before. Right, you're not a bean fan. So, so here, here's what happens with that. Your body, probiotic-wise, has two types. Okay, let me just rephrase that. There's tons of probiotics, but you have acidic for fats and proteins and you have alkaline for fruits and vegetables. So when you haven't eaten a lot of meat or a lot of fat, your probiotics that do those digestion type things, they need to be encouraged. There are some enzymes called protease um, and lipase that help break down fats and proteins so your body can absorb those better. That's what's really interesting is start adding in probiotics and digestive enzymes to get a better gut health. I don't care how healthy you're eating right now. If you don't have the right system set up, you're not going to digest those things correctly. So that's where in everything in motivation and in business, if you don't have a solid foundation and you start getting some great traction, it falters. It always does. It's not that if it's going to, it's when it's going to. So the big thing, the takeaway that I had for myself is follow through, execute. Okay, now I need a system. The system is going to be a spreadsheet. Here's the people. Here's their name. Here's something about them I need to remember. Here's my follow-up process. Here's the results. Bingo. Next. It has to be a system. It's the same way I work out. 
it's the same way like we went grocery shopping now because we want to make sure there's food for our daughter for school and for us moving forward. If you're running out of things, it's you don't have a system in place. There should be a system for getting your laundry done, your dishes done, your house cleaned. And it may not be you that's in that system. It could be someone outside of you who's doing that for you. But there's still a system. And you have a system. You just have to recognize that. And that's, I think, the hard, the biggest thing is when we do something different, we realize like our other systems are off a little bit. So what else did you notice about your motivation as you started feeling better about yourself? Like your clothes, you said fit better, right? You're asking me? Yeah. Oh. No, the, the other Ask person again? next to me. I'm just happy I get to talk. Oh, right. I mean, you asked me to talk. So you said conversation, right? Whatever you said, (laughs) your clothes fit differently. What does that mean? Fit differently? Uh, You mean I can actually fit in them again? Okay. whatever. (laughs) I can fit in them again. There were things I could not wear anymore. And that all happened within like, it was literally within like two months. I could wear them. And then like two months later, I couldn't. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? I was like, WTF. And I weighed myself at my parents' house at Thanksgiving because we don't have a scale. So I don't ever weigh myself. And I was like 148. And I was like, oh my God, I have not weighed that much since I was pregnant with Brighton. So you weigh, you probably about what, 139, 130? I weighed 141 at the gym the other day. That was a couple of days ago before you did your celery cleanse. So you probably don't. So here's here's the thing about weight too and inflammation. And then my body fat was at 24%. Yeah, and 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 your muscles going up too, which is good. So that's the whole possibility of like numbers mean certain things, but feeling means something else. Same time. You're like, Oh, those clothes don't look good on me. I'm like, no, those clothes look fine on you. You just don't look good in the clothes. Like that's what you were freaking out about. Like now you're like, Oh, those clothes look good on me. Well, that was part of it. But what really freaked me out is there were certain things I was wearing every single week. And then one day I tried them on because I hadn't worn them in maybe only a couple of weeks. And I was like, how, why do these not fit? But for me, it was it's all not the clothes. For me, it was all inflammation. But that's what people don't get. But that was what? like the wake up call. I've almost never in my life because I've always been so thin. Did you guys hear that? Wake I've up almost call. never in my life not been able to fit in the clothes that I have. So how, and so for me, when I wear when I put something on that I've had for years and I can't fit into it. I've never lived my life like I've never been sizes extra. I've never been overweight. I've worn like a two and a four. I've never worn higher than a four my entire life. And um, that was a wake up call because I want to look a certain way and I want to feel a certain way. I want to be able to move in a certain way. I want to be able to work out in a certain way. I want to be able to compete in tennis again. And a year ago, when I was talking about it or two years ago, there's no way I would have lasted five minutes on the court because I didn't have the endurance or stamina and I couldn't move my body that way. Anymore. So all these things are lining up. You just said, I wouldn't have been able to move on a court and have the stamina and you wouldn't have been able to have the stamina now that you need to grow what you guys are putting together. You wouldn't have had the stamina to be motivated to show up with energy that people are expecting. A lot of people fake it till you make it they're exhausted, burned out. Like what would normally happen when you get in front of a group of people and be around them? We were last weekend and you'd be exhausted this time you weren't. And this is before even a detox because you were making improvements already. Yeah, for sure. So you start to realize like an introvert can be worn out and exhausted because of the lack of energy and stamina they have because of how they're 
feeding their body or not. Like one funny thing you said was you didn't have to use the restroom as much because you stopped drinking coffee. Yeah, I know coffee was causing that. But but explain to people. I mean, I had like really bad incontinence. That's what it's called, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> to the point where pull over, I got to go now. I mean, this is, I'm not joking. And just ask any of my clients in an hour session, I would have to get up at least twice to use the bathroom. And when I would first have to like, when I could like first feel that I wouldn't have to go to the bathroom within like three minutes, it was like, I better find a bathroom right now or right now it's over zero ability to hold it. And if I drink coffee in the morning, so I would always drink it after my workout. And then for the next four to five hours, it was like bladder hyperactivity, like a kid with ADHD in there. (laughs) So, and I was going to the bathroom every 20 minutes for four to five hours. And it was the freaking she's, coffee. She's getting in her that's steps. The only thing I've eliminated out of my diet. And that doesn't happen. Detox. And you're drinking more water and you're not having to use the restroom as much. Correct. So, and I can hold it for like an hour. So you guys, you guys to. don't and understand. That's just coffee. So we go on a road trip. I'd look at Megan. No, no coffee, no water. Because we would honestly have to pull over every 30 minutes. I, I can't, I couldn't drink anything no. on a road trip. And again, that's not good for you. But now that you've done this detox, you're like, wait a minute, coffee does this. And that's what we have to realize when we do certain things outside of our comfort zone is, ooh, that is affecting me completely different than what I just thought it was only doing. And that was some aha moments. And I think that's the whole thing about when you start making positive changes and you continue to make those changes, say a percentage a day in a positive way, you start to realize that certain things were impacting you in a negative way in your thought process. And again, most people work out because they want to look a certain way. It's all about how you feel. You'll get to that look. But if you look only want to look a certain way, you make so many sacrifices you cut corners and you do the trendy things and you actually feel worse. Yeah. I mean, I'm super motivated right now by very much in the health category, like because I have felt, I felt so bad for three years and then I started feeling better in the last three years. And then, you know, you always are introducing new vitamins and supplements to me and like different things to try and cleaning up my diet. Like you're constantly introducing that. And with everything, I would feel a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better. So I'm super motivated by like, how much better could I feel when I wake up in the morning? Like in those, oh, you're such not those a morning few person. minutes oh, where so. you wake up, but you're still in bed, but you're awake. Like that, how much better could my eye puffiness look, the darkness under my eyes? Um, how much, how many more times a day can I move my body? Um, how much more focused could I be? Um, what's the other thing is like, oh, like how much more clear clarity has been the other really big one for me. I'm a lot more clear on many things in my life and business. And you said your eyesight, even got my eyesight is better. So So again, you're showing up and everything's getting better. I'm like, well, how much better could I get it? Because to be sure, if I could get that much better, maybe out of like a 10, I'm at a seven now. How could I get to a 12? And there's also a point in your life where you want to just maintain. And that's the thing is. I want it to stay here. I don't want it to get worse. So if you can even maintain it, you're winning. And because you're chaining it in the other direction, it's even a a bigger plus. And other people around you start to notice that too. They're like, oh, something changed. You're like, oh, really? What'd you do? They want to know the specifics so they can do that. Well, usually what what people pick up on is your external energy that they're picking up on. 
the, the energy that is not external, but you're, they're picking up on a different energy from you. Right. And they think that taking a certain supplement or taking one thing is going to do all that. No, it's, it's, a, it's total a combination lifestyle. of everything. It's a total, like there isn't, it's not like the detox did this. It's, no, it's, it's a combination of everything that both of us are doing. Um, it's a lot of things so that all just kind of finally came together. And that's why I created that, that program, mental mechanic. That's what it does. Yeah. Cause you get your hormones checked. And it's not sleep. a quick fix. Well, the thing is, it's a quick shift, meaning you start feeling certain things immediately. Like anything, though, if you're not doing it for more than a month, it's not going to be a habit. So it's just a thing you do on a daily basis that's going to make you consistent in every area of your life because you are where you are because of the things you've chosen. It's just the facts. If you want to be somewhere else, you got to change. And that's what this is about, like changing and improving and surrounding yourself too with other people who are doing that because you can pick up really cool things, what they're doing and add it into what you're doing. And that's where you create collectives or masterminds is you're bringing like-minded people together who want to do life better. They all may be doing it a little different. So you can always learn something from that, which is cool. And that's what you've been putting out. Well, I would say that's a big, that's been a big shift for us. We've well, you have joined a couple of organizations mm-hmm. where you're around just really incredible people who've done some amazing things in their lives. And I think that well, you're so different from me. Like I I can manage, like I could be by myself like all day, all the time. <laughs> yes. But you think you can. Um, however, you're you grow so much faster and you have so much more clarity and you truly see what's possible and what's probable for you when you surround yourself and put yourself in the right rooms. And again, and that's what's given me so much motivation. Right. It's when I put myself in another room with people who are a bajillion times more successful than me. And I'm like, they're no different than me. They're just like me. If they could do what they did, I could do, I could do it. I could be where they are. Right. And, and the other thing is too, it's even when you get into another room, if you don't think you belong and you're okay with it, you can leave. A lot of people think, oh, I'm here now. I'm like, if you don't feel like it's a fit, you're not connecting to people, it's okay for you to leave. You don't have to stick it out to see what it's like. If it's not for you, then change. Don't get stuck. But if it is for you, stay. And you have to then make a decision on how you're evaluating that. Do the people have the same core values? Great. Okay, I'm there. Are they willing to help and assist you? Yes. Okay, I'm there. But if you're the top of the food chain in that group, you may want to change groups. If you're hearing a lot of negativity and they're all about doing something that isn't aligned with what you're doing, then leave. They're going to probably say a few things, but the reality of it is this is about you and your well-being. You have to be in the best location with around the best people that's going to fit you. And again, once you've gotten to that point with that group, it's time for you to move on again unless they're supporting you to stay with them to go to a different level, which that happens sometimes also. So I think we answered the question. Yep. Cool. Thanks guys for listening. Appreciate it. I think you talked about your stuff last time, but share again. Which stuff? Mental mechanics. You're starting a men's group. How can people join it? Yeah. So you have a program. You've got a program people can join. Right. And it's the mental mechanics program and how it works is getting a bunch of people together. And I separate it between men and women now um, just because the guys I've had a mixed and the guys do really well because they start talking about different things when women aren't around. So I want to leave that for them. And then the women 
I'm working on that a little bit more in depth on how to communicate with guys better or just in general instead of creating assumptions. So we meet once a week doing that and then they've got homework to work on, got my one-on-one stuff going. And the next thing is to putting just a, a group of guys together to talk about life and how to do what they want to do. It's not business related, but there are things that are in there that are affecting their business. So what do you got going on? Uh, all the new stuff with Wealth Builders Collective. We talked about. So today. you guys will see a bunch of new things we're doing as we keep posting. I've yeah. got my groups on Facebook. You have yours on Facebook. So check us out. Love to have you a part of what we're doing and sharing with people and getting your feedback from what you would like to see more of too, because cool. that's how we grow. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks, John. Bye, guys. All right. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning into the Built to Last show. If you're loving the show and have gotten any value out of it for your business and life, would you mind doing two things? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Our listener reviews helps us get more visibility and reach more people just like you. Help us make a difference for more entrepreneurs by helping them grow their businesses in a way that aligns with their life, family, and core values. Thank you so much for being part of our community and tuning into the show each week.